Welcome everybody to the most flexible FPL podcast on the planet, brought to you by Julius Agahua and Obafemi Martins. I had Man. to do it one time. I had to rep. I had to rep the homeboys for for once. I feel yeah. like I've not been doing that enough on previous this episodes. This is old, old school. This is old yeah. school. Acrobatic flips into the top top ten k. What we're hoping Way for? Back. No backlift. <laughs> Yep. Just from, from yeah, not 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 that fake stuff Aubameyang does, like you know, as like real real acrobatics. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, let's 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 delve into the FPL talk. How yeah. what's going on? Um, well, terrible game week. If we're going to delve in deep, it's going to just be about <laughs> a lot of L's and no W's. Oh wow! If uh, keeping it a buck. Okay, let's let's do some review, uh, from like the la- the previous game weeks from the last episode before we jump into biggest W's and L's and stuff. Obviously, uh, we didn't have an episode last week, but I I'll be remiss not to mention Musala's triple hat trick as <laughs> Musala's triple game week as he makes history, scores eighty four for those that trusted him with the triple captain. Armband, that was that was history in the making. I think that's the highest score um anyone had yeah. gotten since Harry Kane from the 2016-17 season. Mm-hmm. Speaking of premium assets, uh 12.5 forward Cristiano Ronaldo. I don't know if you guys have heard of him. Blanks for the seventh straight time for the seventh seventh time in eight game weeks as United fail to put Watford away with numerous chances. And lastly. I think this this is in line with what we're going to be talking about. We all get burned by Daichi and Co. As their popular double game week just brought nothing but blanks in game yeah. 27. Yeah, I have the bonus points for all that. <laughs> for for cool. all that noise. Yeah, so um, biggest, I guess, biggest L. What was your biggest L from the terrible game week? Oh, yeah, obviously... Lucas Mora. I'm just happy that I finally have enough um transfers to get rid of him without no backlog or worrying about anything. Finally over. Zero points. And yeah, I'm going to be talking about him in my transfers out definitely. So yeah, Lucas Mora. Yeah. I I thought you were going to mention Vegas, but I think Vegas is something you just have to charge it to the game and be like, okay, everyone. But I think you no, know you, you don't have Vegas. Yeah, I don't. But you didn't have Vegas. Well. Yeah, even so yeah, it happens. I don't think Vegas. To be unfair, to give Vegas the L because of his um, he scored double in the last double. So, but for me, my biggest L has to be um, Sanchez, the Brighton keeper. I don't know why I still have him because I was just looking at his stats and they are poor. Two clean sheets, yeah. his last 13 appearances, one point versus Villa, and I had Foster on my bench with 10 points. So, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't want to go any further. That was just my yeah. biggest help, Sanchez. Yeah, falling out. Yeah, he's not the guy that I thought he was. So, 
we'll see. Uh, any big any big W's? Uh, I'm going to just say, considering all things considered, <laughs> all that, yeah, yeah. Cancelo has to be the one because of yeah. the clean sheet and the three points, three bonus Max points. Bonus, yeah. even, even though, even though the clean sheet shouldn't have been a clean sheet, but at least yeah. now I got the apology. <laughs> Apologies, no points, man. Not going to do anything when he gets relegated with one point. I'm not sure how Apology is going to bring them back to the Premier League. But, That's yeah. exactly my point. <laughs> uh, for me, uh, it has to be my man. He has been on my bench. He has been buried for like the longest. Valentino Livramento back from the dead with eight points, clean sheet and two bonus points. And Southampton are flying high. So, you know, the Saints go marching on. Yeah. Okay, uh... I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, let's delve into the meat of the podcast, and that's transfers. What, what, what are your transfers saying? What's it looking like? Uh, right now, I'm looking at Son very closely because Son doubles. I don't have him, by the way. Crazy, man. yeah. Son <laughs> doubles in 29, and also plays in 20 in 30. Oh, right yeah, that's something I was going to yeah. touch on. But yeah, I'm glad that you brought yeah. it up. And Son is not, apart from the fact that he doubles and he plays in 30, in game week 30, he's always dangerous. His Son, even though Spurs have been yeah. off and on, even though Spurs have been off and on, you can always trust him to deliver. He's like his staple FPL food, like rice, but not Declan Rice. <laughs> I apologize for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I, I already have Son, so yeah, that's a good shout. And before I go into my transfers, I'm saying, I'm going to say like, most of the transfers we're going to be looking at from this episode, I think, if Young is on the same page with me, is going to be looking at 28, 29, and 30 as a whole together. Basically, yeah. there are eight teams that are doubling in 28, six teams are doubling in 29, and as of now, 12 teams are blanking in 30. So we're going to be looking at them as, you know, as one and try to get the best out of it. Um, after saying that, having said that, my yeah. transfer is someone that blanks in 30 but doubles in 28 and that's Antonio Rudiger that's the person I'm looking at yeah. I'm tempted by Rich James obviously but he's just back from injury such as com- complained about how everything is not set um how everyone is I guess not fit enough or stuff so I don't know his risk his risk is not I don't know not enticing for a double game week and also someone that blanks in 30 so I'm going with Rudiger's at the moment with um guaranteed minutes. Obviously, their their double is Burnley versus Norwich. He's a set piece threat, and even with Chelsea's fixtures in the long run, I think he's he's a decent, he's a very decent shout. So for me, Anthony Rudiger is someone I'm closely looking at. The problem is who do I sell to bring him into my team? Um, but yeah, Chelsea play Burnley, play Norwich. Then I think. In 28, they play... 29, they play Newcastle, but they blank in 30. That's that's the only issue. But, yeah, Rudy Guy is almost certainly come, coming to my team for gaming 28. All right. For me, my second transfer in is uh, Jamie Vardy. Because oh, wow. Of the scarcity, yeah, because of the scarcity of forwards and because of how... The season has gone on and the fact that he has been injured for so long. But most importantly, because of how he came back um, during the week and just came off the bench, got double figures, three complete bonus points. 
even though he played only 18 minutes, it was just like, oh boy, Dave, Jamie Vardy is in the mood. And when Jamie Vardy is in the mood, then the whole Leicester team is in the mood and he lifts the whole team and he just, he's a streak kind of striker where once he starts, he doesn't stop until he gets into he a drop. So, yeah, exactly. And yeah. <laughs> that is that is why I'm I'm almost guaranteed to get him in my team. I'm still thinking, as you can tell from my <laughs> pauses. Yeah. So, yeah. Jimmy Vardy, second transfer in, but with some aesthetics over his name. Still very much think. Because he's not exactly cheap and there are other options out there that could help with bank. But, yeah, he's very like he's a very interesting prospect for now. Yeah, for me, yeah, uh, sounds like Jimmy Vardy is ready to party. And um, for me, I've looked at Jimmy Vardy and I think maybe game week 30 is somewhere. He's also, he also plays in game week 30. So I think game week 30 yeah. is some, somewhere I will be definitely looking at him. But I think like the upside for people that are doubling 28 and 29, he is not, obviously. Um, yeah. For me, just outweighs it plus his price. I can go for the cheaper guys and save money towards getting him in like thirty. But Jimmy Vard is a good shout, and especially especially with the whole streakiness. And obviously, we've learned that double gimmicks are not everything, as Bonley taught us, you know, recently, very, very, very recently. So, yeah. uh, I think yeah, Jimmy Vardy is a decent shout for me. Keeping up, keeping it, you know, in line with the. Double game with 28 and playing in 30 guys and all that stuff. I think Coutinho is someone I could be interested in right now. I don't know how I'm bringing him to my team, but looking at him, uh, the reasons I've, I'll say I'm looking at Coutinho will be like his points per match since joining um, Aston Villa has been 5.3. And if he can do, he can replicate yeah. that in a double game week. That's that's a double figure right there. He's, I think, his parts with the way the captaincy is set. I think he's part of the um captaincy options. And obviously, the bigger bigger plays, he also he has a fixture for sure in game week thirty. So I mean, Philip Coutinho, he could be on set pieces. I think Aston Villa, their win against Brighton should I can lift their spirits because they were on a very very bad bad run before that game. Hopefully hopefully it lifts their spirits and continue as part of the um the uprising. But yeah, Philip Coutinho is someone I definitely definitely looking at. I think Aston Villa as a whole, if you're looking at them, I'll say maybe Coutinho or one of the wing backs in um Mati Cash or um Lucas Tigne. Alright. Let me just check. I think we have <laughs> good afternoon my brothers. Appreciate yeah. the show. Listening in. I do have one question for you though. As a Chelsea fan myself, I would like to know you guys' opinions on what is taking place with the former owner, Roman Abramovich. What are your guys' opinions on Chelsea going forward, um, trying to acquire a new owner and the implications that it could have long term for, for Chelsea? Big up. Big up, big up. That's a very difficult question. I don't want to get political. It's very but, political, uh, if you ask me. Yeah. That's like going, I mean, that, that's diving into war and so many <laughs> things. It's like, it's unraveling so many layers because that question is an oligarch question. And I feel like 
it's it's a good move for everybody. Good move for Chelsea. It gets to just clean their image. I'm going to quickly try and just answer yeah. the surface answer. Gets to clean their image. Good move for Abramovich because he doesn't want to be blacklisted. He, he's almost going to be blacklisted very soon by the by the British government or something, and he's not trying to lose his investment. So he's trying to get rid for a p- good price as soon as possible and doesn't want value to fall. That's why I'm seeing it from his own perspective, basically. And then, um, what else? It's good for Chelsea, Chelsea because I don't know. It fresh from a Chelsea perspective and the point of Chelsea point of view, it is good because it just brings a fresh start, fresh face, and new ideologies and philosophies, new ideas, and just starting over and just you know getting in bed with a new lover <laughs> yeah and um, i think obviously i won't say the, the thing happened at the right time and stuff like it came just after the club world cup win and that was the only trophy that around which had won with chelsea so i think it's like a good end if i can yeah. say that like they've nice done everything story. they could yeah, they've done everything yeah. they could and it's time to move on. And I think because uh, Chelsea have getting, gotten so comfortable with him as an owner, so it would be good for Chelsea to challenge themselves with something different and see what what, what is out there. And um, I think he, does, he did it out of, I guess, love for the club because I don't know what the exact financial things are, but I think he says something about he's not collecting his debts, but the profits will go to charity and stuff like that. So I hope everyone... Mm, and is... Ukrainians... Like... Yeah, people that suffer from the Ukrainian war, and obviously, we yeah. have to send our thoughts and prayers to people that are in the war right now. But yeah, back to Abramovich. Abramovich is, I think, is a good thing for everybody. It's good for him. Good for Chelsea. It's good. Yeah, good for the for the league and everyone that mm-hmm. you know wants to. So yeah, back to. FPL matters, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for your question. Big up. Um, yeah. Back to FPL. FPL talk. Uh, I think right now we're going into transfers. Transfers out. So, like, yeah. who are the people making way for for all these oh, transfers yeah. so that we're looking on, at? Yeah. I already touched on Lucas Mora earlier in my <laughs> yeah. Week. He hinted. Um, yes. This, yeah, hinted. But like, obviously, he's he's. I think he's out of my team already, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, for obvious Ooh. reasons, he's not even fit enough. He has lost his place in the starting eleven. He has been terrible for the longest time. It's just that yeah, I've not had the yeah, yeah, I've not had the chance to just get rid of him. I'm just happy that I can finally sell him and move on to hopefully better things and better players. So yes, transfer out, hey. Lucas Mora. He must be really bad because I mean he he checks out those those two boxes for he ticks the two boxes of doubling in twenty eight and playing in doubling twenty nine and having a fixture in thirty. But he's not even going to play all those games. So yeah, I understand if the camera is bad. I think Kurusevsi mm-hmm. coming in has like changed the whole That's made it clear, simple. Yeah, over how everything is going. For me, uh, I mentioned uh, Antonio Rudiger as my transfer in. And looking at the way my team is set up, they, I don't, I don't want to say this in public because I feel like it's like a cardinal sin. But I think Cancelo is the one that has to leave for me. He's the only person I can sell without taking him a point hit, and I can go directly to Antonio Rudiger. 
Okay. Um, okay. there's no yeah. real reason for selling Cancelo besides trying to get Antonio Rudiger. The only thing I would say if I'm trying to, you know, make a point or make it seem like a right move is he doesn't double in 28 or 29 and blanks in 30. And obviously my team structure, he's the only person that can make way for uh Antonio Rudiger. If I look at it that way, Antonio Rudiger has three games in the next uh three game weeks. Well, Cancelo has two games in the next three games. So I'm I'm basically trading up for one fixture extra. I think that's the only way I can make a case for why I would, you know, want to sell Cancelo. But yeah, if I don't take a point seat, Cancelo is the one that's leaving my team for Antonio Rudiger. I wouldn't advise anyone to join me, but yeah, you know, for transparency's sake, Cancelo yeah. for Rudiger. That's my transfer. Okay. Um, next on the chopping block is Cristiano Ronaldo. This one <laughs> is an obvious one as well. Yeah, I've had I've had obvious changes just waiting to happen for a long time. Obvious reasons: loss of form, too expensive. I have better options in the market that I can go for, and it helps me with bank a lot because twelve point five, and I can do a lot of things with dispute. If I bite my tongue, with distributing <laughs> that money and the funds around the team, defense, attack, midfield, it can touch everybody. So yes, it's obviously <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo, my second transfer out, and I saved saved my transfer just for this reason to get rid of Lucas and Ronaldo. So I'm happy that that's finally come to fruition. So yes, second man on the chopping block on the bullet team is. Nice. Uh for me, I don't I I'm looking at Coutinho, but I don't have anyone to sell for Coutinho. But I mean this is just general. I think uh for people that still own um Valvegos, I think the experiment is over. We you know we did the the Bondi double double. He he like he came out with uh fifty percent. He did well in the first one, didn't do well in the second one. He doesn't play in thirty and Obviously, it's Burnley after all. They're not a an attacking force or anything. So I don't think 6.5 on a player that plays twice in the next three game weeks in Valve Vegas is, I mean, justifiable. Um, so yeah, if you have Vegas and you're looking to move to a striker of um, maybe Shea Adams um, and um, Amanda Brohau or any of those uh, budget guys, I think Vegas is someone that should I mean you should look at should be an easy transfer for you if you're looking for like a budget striker. But yeah that um that, that wraps it up for me for me to transfers out. I'm I'm looking at Antonio Rudiger and I think no one else to be honest. Alright. Um so yeah this this week's uh captaincy uh pick or picks is very very interesting because I think it's very very well spread out. Uh, before we go into it, I was like, what was your, like right now, your team, just looking at it without thinking, who was the captain? Is just like laying on? When in doubt, Mo Salah. <laughs> looking at it. He's playing just one yeah. game, but he's playing at home. Liverpool look so, like they're on form and they're ready to chase the title. And he got that rest during the week. Um, I feel like true. Mo, Salah, Mo Salah doesn't. I don't have to defend my decision too much and just say, I can just say, yeah, I want Musala. Even though he's playing just one game, he can actually make up with just that one game at home against West Ham. So, without saying too much and just looking at my team, that's my 
first option. Second option, um, Son, another person that's not playing double. And I would I would like to defend my points with my <laughs> bonus point at the end of the at the end of okay. the show with my bonus I guess points. We'll, we'll come back to this. Yeah. Yeah, so right. but Son and Musala are my guys that the people that I'm looking at for captaincy this week. Hmm. Yeah, for me, uh, the question I asked obviously right now it's laying on Rafinha, it's just on Rafinha. I've not given too much thought to it, but I think that's where I might end up going. Obviously, we've been born from like double game week guys, but for me, I think the way I play the game. And the way I look at the game, there's I cannot cannot cap a single gaming player when there's a double around. Like it's just fun having to see someone go twice for yeah. twice the twice the points. So right now it's on Rafinha, and the reasons are there's could be a possible Jesse Marsh is in the building, um, Captain America, um, former Leipzig and um Salzburg manager. Oh gosh, you got figure so five at Leipzig. New manager bounce. Yes, that's what I'm aiming at. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> New manager bounce. And obviously, like, the number one um, commandment to captains, captaining a player is, like, you want to play a player that's on penalties. And Rafinha is on penalties as long as Bamford is still out. So, I think with two games, which are decent fixtures, to be honest. Um, let me remind myself real quick. Yeah, Leicester away and Aston Villa at home. Those two teams are teams that you can never tell where their heads are, what they're doing for sure. So Leicester and Aston Villa, I think for Rafinha, is a good, good, good shout with penalties and stuff like that. Um, if I don't go Rafinha, then the next double gaming player on my radar will probably be if I bring in Antonio Rudiger. Is like the reason the clean sheet opportunities for um for Chelsea playing two teams that are not really potent like in Burnley and Norwich and there's a shortage of centre-backs right now for Chelsea because of their injuries so I think even without that I think Rudiger plays both games and he's a set-piece straight as usual and Chelsea love their set-pieces so that's someone but I don't I don't like to captain defenders as I'll say so for me I think Rudiger is someone that also I will be looking at and talking I'm speaking on players I own I have James Ward-Prowse I think he starts are not great without set pieces. So, but he has on penalties and most set pieces like Rafinha, but he doesn't have that attacking threat. So right now, Rafinha is edging it for me amongst all those guys. Um, so I mean, I guess you're you're backing or you're you're dropping a case for the single game with guys, and I'm I'm using the doubles to. Yeah, from yeah. my own point of view, as what I see it as is you are playing safe. It's not fun to. Go with two with a player that's playing two games is safe, is what it is. It's, no, it's it is fun. With so... <laughs> it's not it's, fun. It's safe. It's safe, safe is Mosala. You get in it. FPL terms, safe, safe is Mosala. Safe is Mosala, but he's playing one game. If he doesn't play well in that game and he gets one, gets a yellow card, one point, you're over, it's done. Safe is going once. Oh. Nothing happens, but oh, at least we have another game to go. And you watch the second <laughs> game and say, hopefully this time it comes to fruition. Yeah, but I understand the the point. It's all about probabilities and it's all about starting yeah. numbers in your own favor. So yes, but it doesn't really sway my decision because Rafinha has not been any good. We're just counting on manager, new manager bounce, um, James Ward Browse, 
James Ward Prowse, brother, terrible <laughs> for the past few weeks. Just knows how to kick free kicks, and that's about it. If he gets a penalty and a free kick, you're happy, you're eating good. If he yeah. doesn't, I'm sorry, it's not happening. So, yeah, I understand stacking the games and going for double game weekers, but I don't know for now. Still going to stay with the chairman. More. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, I can't, I can't wake up and make an argument why you shouldn't go, um, Mosala. But I mean, I think it's fun get, having to captain someone I wouldn't cap, captain on a regular day. Like, there's no way I'll captain Rafinha within one week. So having to have it on him and trying to see him will be the fun aspect. Rafinha but I guess with the numbers, shout, even for yeah. one game, Rafinha is a decent shout. The person I would, I wouldn't see myself captaining is James Ward Prowse. Oh yeah, yeah, that but, was. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. I I think while I was saying that I wouldn't said that he doesn't have as much as Rafinha, so yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, with the I guess playing is safe in the numbers aspect, like the probability of Rafinha going once and going again could probably be there. But yeah, Mosala, you know what he's all about, and yeah, if it doesn't happen, yeah. But for me, I don't think I'll captain Mosala or Son. Um, I'll revisit them in twenty nine when they have their doubles, obviously. But yeah, for now it's on Rafinha and possibly Antonio Rudiger. That's that's where I'll, I'll be at for for me. Okay. So All right. On to dub for the final segment, yeah. Yes, the the bonus points. Do you want to start or you want to finish? I'll let you start. Okay. Yeah. No problem. So, uh, number one, uh, bonus points. You know, for me, is it's wrapped around the whole trifecta of the um. Double game week twenty eight, double game week twenty nine, and um, blank game week thirty is. I think don't sell anyone that plays in game week thirty for a double game week player that you know that blanks in thirty unless you plan to free hit in game week thirty. That's simply simply put. Like yeah, don't sell. Let's say um, who's playing in thirty? Let's go with Dinier for Rudiger just to get a double in 28 when Dinier plays, you know, a double in 30 and Rudiger is blanks in 30. This, Blank. you know, yeah. yeah. Um, Do I go again? Or you, you want to, I think, yeah? Or you want to? Oh, yeah. Okay, my own is very short and simple. Don't fall for the double game with hype. I mean, it's not <laughs> myth, but it is. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, don't fall for double game with hype. If a player is good and has shown you that he is tested and trusted for the longest time don't just go against that because somebody from Poland that hasn't kicked the ball in three years is playing double and then you say <laughs> okay that's my captain just because of that I mean it's not a myth but it is a myth don't fall for the double game we had Ooh, uh, I think my my next one is for kind of op- it's an opposing to to yours. Uh, mine is like yeah. take a chance on the captaincy for game twenty eight. I think, yeah, the way it's spread out, the way it's spread out, there are people like obviously even the captaincy discussion we had, like we had like five different people we spoke about, and I'm sure there are more with people with bigger teams and stuff. I think right now I don't think it's time to like. Pick. Don't try to look at what everyone else is going to do and try to be safe. Try to pick someone that excites you. Take a chance with it because the numbers are going to be spread. It's not one of those game weeks where everyone's going to lump on Mosala. So I don't think you you have you should be afraid of getting a you know a red arrow. Mosala goes crazy 
and stuff. Not a lot of people will go with him. So take a chance. Pick on pick someone you really like and someone you think that can go crazy. That would be my uh that would be the final bonus point. Nice. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I agree with that point as well. Yeah, so just to recap, you know, I said don't sell uh, someone that plays in Game Week 30 unless you plan to free hit. Um, Young also just said don't fall for the hype. Don't beg Vegas it again. Yeah. In Vegas' defense, he actually had a double digit in the first double game week, but, you know, I digress. And I finally... I wasn't talking about him. I was just <laughs> you said someone from Holland. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Poland. That's in Poland. I said Poland. Actually. Oh, you said Poland. Oh, I thought you said Holland. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. I thought you. Yeah. You no, just in general, and I and, and that was like that was like just saying somewhere abstract that came <laughs> to my head, not necessarily going at anybody in particular. Yeah. I'm saying, okay, don't just captain anybody. Yeah. Okay. I, guess. I thought yeah, you. I thought you sneak this in Vegas. No, not really. He did. He did okay. Yeah, yeah. And okay, obviously finally you'll take a chance on your captain. Go be adventurous, look for something that you like. Don't don't go for the norm. Um yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh we've come to the end of episode thirty three of the FPL Dons podcast punting season. Yeah, take that punt. It's time to start making those gains. Um good luck to everyone in game week twenty eight. Hopefully green arrows and no Double game week disaster. Yeah. Green arrows to everybody as well. All right. Um, all I can say right now is peace. Play, 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 play.